0: Welcome one and all.
1: Welcome.
0: Welcome. A warm, cold
1: welcome to you. Misty welcome.
0: To That's the Spirit Podcast. It's a podcast about ghosts. Hosted by Robin Brown. And and Stephanie... me yeah, well, me. my cat's
1: putting her little face
0: in your purse over there. Be careful. She can go for it. There's nothing in there, but oh, uh, no, I guess you don't have any hair ties. So a hundred percent, I come don't. up empty. Yeah, I don't have any guess hair what ties. What idiot?
1: No hair ties in there.
0: Oh, I mean, I showed you that I have like almost 200 hair ties, yeah. but I haven't had long hair that I can pull back in like eight years. Well,
1: if you ever want to give my cat a gift,
0: yeah, 100 hair she ties would love is them. like. I am trying to grow out my hair, and anybody else in the world with a pixie cut or who's ever had to grow out their hair for mm-hmm. any reason at all,
1: I am with you, and I, I stand strong with you. It's really hard yeah. to do this. I'm, like, still... Yeah. Like still isn't at, like, what I would consider a normal length for me. Well, you've never had short hair, like, before this. That's true. Yeah. I feel like you've kind of mastered the art of...
0: Having Slowly a Slowly growing
1: it out and like yeah, adjusting the cut at different lengths and Well
0: right now it's a it's a moppy It's cute. Raggedy head right now because
1: it's just a Sunday, oh. everybody. I would like everybody to note that Steph had a real <laughs> trial and tribulation getting here. All right. The train for Magic you New Yorkers, backwards. I got. I was. I got on the G train to get to Robinson. Arguably one of the least reliable trains.
0: Yeah, but I've never really had like personally any problems with it. And then like thirty minutes goes by, and then I hear them call a stop that's like very near my house, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "There's no way that can be true." And then the next stop happens, and yeah, we're going the opposite <laughs> way. So at some point, it must the train be closed between around. like
1: Queens and. Well, I, I like,
0: I wasn't the only one, because people, like, who also weren't paying attention were like, what? <laughs> and then <laughs> both, nightmare. like, everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, obviously, we all got feeling. off the train and couldn't just get back on the G, because you could just, like, take the G and figure out where you, where you messed up. Mm-hmm. But it's too humiliating, so I just had to get in the cab, and it's raining out. and Took forever. So sorry, but I'm finally here, and I'm ready. I'm ready to speak about ghosts. <laughs> I'm
1: ready to speak on. I'm my ready truth. to
0: to speak out about um, the MTA and mm-hmm. how the there's too save many cars us on the road. Cynthia roads. Nixon. Oh, save us, Cynthia Nixon. Please. Outlaw Uber. I'm gonna say it out loud, Stephanie. I don't think it's helping.
1: I need Uber Pool at least.
0: No, I think that. There's too many cars in New York now and it's making
1: it even worse. That's true, but the solution for that is to get in one of the cars because you call it because it's an Uber.
0: What are you talking about? No. What? No, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying out loud? I like I like No, cuz Ubers aren't cabs. regulated and taxis are.
1: All yeah, right, we right. don't need to talk about economics. I guess I just I guess I'm not pro Uber, but I am pro cab for sure.
0: No, yeah, taxis are different. I Taxis thumbs up way, way up. two Bring thumbs back way Cash up.
1: Cab. Bring back Cash Cab is another hot take. That should be one of her I do agree platforms. with that. Yeah. Rachel was a street shout-out on Cash Cab once. And she got the answer wrong, I think. She did yeah. indeed get it wrong. Yeah, that's okay, though. I probably would as well. Yeah, I wouldn't have known La off the top of my head. No. Wait, I Le do Creuset. know what that is.
0: Was Le What was Creuset? the question?
1: It was like what staple of, like, kitchenware often given for wedding gifts, like, originated in France in I probably, 1931. I think I would know that, actually. What did she say? She said something, like, not totally off. She, I'm sure that she answered it way better than I would have. I think I would have just been like, pass. How, how dare you ask me that, yeah. <laughs> would have been like, no, I'm too nervous for this. <laughs>
0: Oh, maybe wants to sit on the computer so badly, I can you tell. can't.
1: She wants to type with her little yeah. pals. Um,
0: Friends and listeners, I, okay, you know how excited we were to see the latest <laughs> installment of The Conjuring franchise and The Nun. And we mm-hmm. went. We did go. And we went on we Friday. We did see
1: it in 40 X.
0: No, which we didn't. in hindsight, I'm relieved. I'm relieved too. Or Screen X, which is a brand new thing where it's like a giant panoramic view, mm-hmm. which I I don't I know don't what I feel really about it yet. I I want to see like a like a. Remember when we would go? Not you and I, but as children, we could mm-hmm. go to like IMAX 3D, yeah, at, like the Maritime Center. So fun! I would love to see something like they were playing yes, at the Maritime Center I would really in Screen love X. That. I don't really think I want to see the Nun or any other movie in Screen X. If it's not a nature documentary, I, I don't really know what the point is.
1: Honestly flummoxed by the idea that of like where is the extra side footage coming from? Yeah, where's Are the they X? filming it like four times as wide? That seems crazy. I it's, don't know if, if they, there are only like three uh 4x movie theaters in the country. It's like it do they just have some guy acting it out. It can't be more It's got to be
0: like the same footage reformatted. Right? Yeah.
1: That would be, be. insane for, would them be so do, like, for them to do like a completely
0: separate. Right,
1: we're getting like uh, I don't there's even no I don't, way I don't way that know happened. the millimeters that would require,
0: but. there's no there's no way. There's no possible way. <laughs> yeah. I don't if know. if that's what's happening, Hollywood,
1: you gotta stop you gotta wasting stop.
0: money on shit like this.
1: I will say, um I, okay, first I wanna hear your thoughts about the nun.
0: I give me a, a like raw initially. Deal. I, th- I do think everybody should still see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it did disappoint me. I've seen way worse scary movies. Surely. But yeah. my expectations are really high for this one. I think that it's probably... Okay, in terms of, like, conjuring franchise and movies mm-hmm. that have to do with it... Yeah. I'm going to rank them right now. <gasps> oh. The worst one is Annabelle. I,
1: H- like. I get that, yeah.
0: Hands down. The second worst one... Hang on, we got The Conjuring, The Conjuring Two, Annabelle Creation,
1: Annabelle, and the Nun, the Nun,
0: and Annabelle. Okay, probably Annabelle, and then it's maybe a tie between Annabelle Creation and the Nun. Ooh. The Conjuring, Two, The Conjuring.
1: Yeah, I think I agree with that. Uh,
0: because the Nun, I would put the Nun
1: above Annabelle Creation. Actually, you would? Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that if I if I watched it. So you know, the first time I see is a scary movie. I can't really experience it like a like in a in a critical way. I'm just right. like ah, you just let it ah. wash over you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. enjoying the scares. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that you're right. It was probably better than Annabelle creation. Um, but there was a lot of like a lot of cheap hot, like cheap jump scares in it. Like it could have been everything else. Yeah. Like the Conjuring, the Conjuring Two, were much smarter, and the movies thought that I was smarter, and I appreciated <laughs> that. And well, this one did think I was too a smart. A
1: lot on like a chiaroscuro, like yeah. darkness, lurking shadows, like hands in the dark, like when is something gonna reach out from the darkness and grab you, type yeah. thing. Um, and yeah, it, that was a big part of this one too.
0: I think that, like, in the other ones, though, it's more subdued and, like, nuanced. Mm -hmm. And this just relied on. Yeah. And also, I don't know. I really wanted, the movie's called The Nun. Mm -hmm. You gotta give
1: me origin story. I would have loved for it to be the story of Valak. Yes. And it wasn't. And it was
0: That's what I wanted to know. It
1: was the story of how how you could imagine Taissa Farmiga looks a lot like Vera Farmiga. Yeah, uh, but younger.
0: That's it. And it also like you can't. The it's it's I okay. I don't (laughs) know what to say here, but don't.
1: Don't spoil anything. I can't spoil yeah. anything, but um, it needed more
0: it needed more lore. It needed more yeah. information. I needed an explanation. Like, don't call
1: it the nun if she's not the star. She needs to be the star. She needs to be the star.
0: And it can't be that she's that like the whole point of it is something is obviously haunted and then for an hour and fifteen minutes it's like are we sure it's haunted? Are we sure it's haunted? Is it? <laughs> yeah, are, we like, sure? are we sure? sure like, So
1: many insane things it's happen very very so quickly. Visibly, demonstrably yeah. haunted structure. Yeah. Even after they like meet a few ghosts, they're like, "Well, we you exactly. better stay here for a week." And or the whole two. thing
0: that happens like the first night that they're there, it's just like, mm-hmm. do you, do you,
1: "You you gotta go," or like, some like, right, like, backup
0: that, at the very least." Right?
1: Like, th- there's got
0: to be some kind of in. I know. So crazy, anyway. but. Yeah. Anyway, it's enjoyable.
1: I would go see it if you are a, a fan of a scary movie yeah. in general.
0: I it's it's fine. It's definitely like I'm not mad we saw it at all, yeah. but I am disappointed in in it. Um, I think we could have
1: written a better than none.
0: Hundred percent. It also would have been a three parter, and each each part would have been three and a half hours yeah.
1: long. Yeah, and it would there's have so been, much that can happen in there. Oh, just like. Slapped down by the movie studio, being like, "We're not showing that. We're yeah. not filming that. You can't have this. You can't this. do that.
0: No, no. This flashback <laughs> like, is two and a half hours yeah.
1: long. Yeah, <laughs> we can't yeah. have somebody just reading an entire book out loud in real no. time. <laughs> uh, we're
0: this is a film adaptation of Lesser Key of Solomon. Yeah, <laughs> just.
1: I will be playing each of the characters.
0: Yeah, all of the uh, presidents of the underworld. That'll be me. <laughs> yep,
1: I will also be playing.
0: The oh dupes. God. Um, I mean, yeah. Also, I I will say that. It does a good job of frightening me just by, like, aesthetic and subject matter alone, because it is difficult to describe to people how easily you can get scared by just even the mention of a demon mm-hmm. unless you were forced to be raised Catholic.
1: Yeah, like, I don't really yeah, feel that way.
0: No, of course, of course. But, like, imagine that someone indoctrinated you into believing the demons were real. (laughs) Yeah. And then for almost half of your entire life, Mm -hmm. you a 100% believed it.
1: I would for sure be upset
0: thinking about them. Yeah, Yeah. and if, like, for that other, that first half of your life, every night you asked, you fucking begged not to be possessed by a demon.
1: (laughs) It sucks that you have to ask for it not to happen.
0: Well, you probably don't. But as a child, <laughs> you're fr- like at least I would be like, <laughs> please don't let me. Dear God, possessed. like please. Even though I sin, don't let a demon get me. Like I don't. I don't mean it. I'm. I'm. I try yeah. to be good. They're, it's terrifying. Yeah. And even though rationally, of course, I'm like that. Well, that's not going to happen.
1: Well, it's also a demon wouldn't get you for like, being bad. You know, um, demons no. love vulnerable, innocent people. Demons
0: only like the the innocent yeah. and good, really. So you should have done more bad stuff, maybe. If anything, I should have just given the finger to demons this mm-hmm. whole time and been like, come and get me, asshole. Yeah, like, fucking dare you. I did ask Tommy for our demons episode what to say to a demon to get it to leave you alone. He was like, nothing. Don't say fuck off, demons. <laughs> like, they'll just... <laughs> Can you like, say go away? Uh, no, that doesn't work either. But he was scream? like, imagine an asshole in real life. The only way to, like, get away oh, from yeah. them is to ignore them. So if you're like, fuck off, asshole, they're not going to leave you alone.
1: That makes that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense yeah. to me.
0: Yeah. So,
1: good looking out, Tommy.
0: Yeah, good looking out, Tommy. So, uh, yeah, for all of you uh, recovering Catholics out <laughs> there who were just uh, had this be a part of your childhood, it's going to hit all the right notes. It's got a lot of upside down crosses. So a horrifying habits. nun habits. Yeah, a wonderful old Romanian church.
1: A hot young French man. I
0: didn't think he was that hot. Ugh,
1: I can't stop thinking about him.
0: I don't like his. I don't like him. Loved that guy. I didn't like. I think that of all the characters, he was the worst. I don't. I didn't like he was him a at good all.
1: Character.
0: I also um the guy who played the priest. Uh-huh. I got real exorcism vibes from personally. Oh okay, yeah. Um. Just because he was, like, full of self-doubt, just like that one?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I would have loved to see that character fleshed out a lot more.
1: Perhaps there will be the nun, too.
0: They should make a The Priest, and The Priest is a, is a demon. Because <laughs> that's real life, and it's a documentary.
1: It's called Spotlight. Yeah,
0: it's called Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also it's coming out in a really topical time with that fucking article yeah, about nuns that great. my not dad great. sent me thinking great. it was a ghost article and then immediately texted like, me.
1: Stephanie, don't read sent oh I I no, you. This is real abuse.
0: Oh. I didn't mean to preface That's that like with when you her, me the Yeah, the, the no faceless. Face I know. I know. Oh I shouldn't God. I should really read things before I send them out to you. Well, we know uh, where you get it from. <laughs> yeah, but the good news is, guys, there's a lot of Cool scary movies ooh, coming out yeah. that look great. The Halloween, uh, The Freshest Halloween. Yep. That's not the name of it. I just meant the newest, <laughs> I to <wish> it. Were. <laughs> the freshest um, Halloween. Also, we I keep
1: seeing ads for the TV show of The Purge, which like, oh, yeah. I'm intrigued by. That'll be
0: fun. I also really want to see um Ooh, The Little Stranger.
1: What is that one?
0: It's got a Guy from I keep talking about it and I I know nothing about it, but I want to see it so badly. Mm-hmm. It's got uh Man with red hair it, from episode not of not Black Gleason. Mirror, yes, uh, and he they just I feel like it's about an orphanage, and I love that. Great. So oh, it's, we There's like Ghost the Children Borden movie too. Yes, Lizzie Borden movie. Um, there's that a Nicholas Cage out.
1: movie that looks bonkers. What are you talking about? I don't know about this. It's about like a. Demonic. He fight. He has to fight a demon to get his like true love back. It so just. It looks wild. Angels and demons. And, like some other Dan no, Brown movie. like. It, it movie. looks like a night. It looks like a night terror you would have after taking like. A lot of cold medicine. I'll show you the trailer after this. Okay, it looks I'm ready. crazy, but I really want to see it. I'm pretty excited. And also, listener, guess what? We fucking did it. We got tickets to our oh favorite event. Oh my god. Event. Yes. Drake's we did it. Dead. I'm so excited. We have so many spooky events lined up for this. Yeah, the next and fleet. as soon
0: as we bought them, like three of our other friends bought them as well. So yeah. we're a good influence it's on everyone. Be, it's gonna be so fun. So excited. If anybody's in like around town, in New York State, you should definitely make the pilgrimage on September 30th. Get some ticks, mm-hmm. come to it. It's gonna be fun. Um, that being said, it's probably sold out
1: by now. Yeah, it's also a Sunday, so like, what I'm <sighs> saying is, don't come. <laughs> don't <laughs> this is come. A Sunday, I retract which for the me invitation. I'm not gonna get as drunk around these skeletons as I would like to.
0: I have to teach at 7 a.m. the next day, so
1: yeah, I don't know what.
0: Uh, yeah, it's gonna we'll be plan a great that time. Out. I we'll cannot
1: way yep, we're going it. to the ren
0: fair soon yep we also a big old shout out to one of my favorite cemeteries other than uh, sleepy hollow greenwood cemetery mm-hmm. down where i live has So many cool events. So many. Year-round, but especially this time of year. They have um, trolley tours with, like, drinking. Mm -hmm. They have um, awesome walking tours. They have something called Nightfall, which sounds like my dream experience. candles
1: and crypts and... Crazy
0: dancing. Like, uh, art performances as Mm -hmm. you just walk through this cemetery at night. And if you haven't visited, you should. It's a gorgeous park, park, extremely well-kept and beautiful Mm -hmm. uh equal parts decrepit and brand new it's just gorgeous Mm -hmm. and in a beautiful part of uh brooklyn so definitely visit it's one of the best they have beautiful park maps there so you don't get lost Mm -hmm. and one of the uh finest dog graves i've seen in in my all my years i hope
1: we get to see it uh i'll just like take you to see it anytime dude um yeah, we are go- I forget what the name of the thing we're going to is, but we're going to also a fun thing there where you oh, yeah. walk around and it's spooky. Yeah, uh, there's
0: also, they recently teamed up with um, Museum of Mormon Anatomy. Yes. And so we're, we're going to be at that uh, opening opening party, mm-hmm. uh, and they'll have, I guess, like, uh, they're in residence there for the rest of the fall, Uh, Because the museum, unfortunately, is no more. I know. So um, we'll be able to go check out some morbid anatomy stuff. It'll be really fun and great, Mm -hmm. and I can't wait. The artisans and people that make stuff are going to be there on that date. Can't wait. If y'all are interested, it's going to be a fun fucking time.
1: Yes. And so much is happening. Of course. Last but not least, September eighteenth. We've got a live show. A caveat. That's exactly with our rainy. friends from Cannot wait for Cannot be this. got so fucking fun. I've gotta buy an outfit. Yeah, oh, that we That reminded do need to me. Look good. I had a dream last night about outfits. Wow. Anyway, um, is it? <laughs> um, do do you want me to go first, or I forget? I think happens? I talked about.
0: Ooh, I don't remember, but I do want you I to think, go first. I think you talked
1: about Crandall's first last time. Let's have you take it away. Okay. Well, speaking of cemeteries. What? Hold, please. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh -uh -uh. So pumped. In Bremen Township, Cook County, a suburb of Chicago, there is a spooky old cemetery by the name of Bachelor's Grove. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, The land surrounding the cemetery was originally settled by English homesteaders who relocated to the area from New England in the mid-1800s. And a nearby settlement in the 1820s consisted of mostly German immigrants from New York, Vermont, and Connecticut. But over the years, the settlement slowly died out and was swallowed by the forest around it. Ooh. So the cemetery was originally named the Everden Cemetery after the original property owner, Samuel Everden. Uh, The site saw its first official burials around 1840 and contained 82 plots, many of which were never used. Spooky already. I don't like it. Empty graves. Um, burials go as far back as 1834, though, when German immigrant workers killed while working on the Illinois and Michigan Canal were buried at the site. Mm-hmm. It's also reported to have been a dumping ground for victims of Chicago's organized crime families of the 20s and 30s. Whoa,
0: a dumping ground? A dumping ground. Wait,
1: in a cemetery? Well, specifically, there's, like, a, pon- a creepy pond near the back of the cemetery. I guess that's, like,
0: kind of considerate. Yeah, it's, like, like oh, a okay ground, like, basically. Well, also, like, they'll fish them out, and it's not too far to, like, the cemetery from
1: here. Yeah. Um... The final burial that took place there was Robert E. Shields uh, in 1989. Although before that, um, nobody had been buried there for over 20 years. Whoa! So yeah, it was like would you? I don't know if I'd like. I would. I would be like, uh, can I like sit with someone my own age? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The last caretaker of the cemetery was a man named Clarence Fulton. Whose family were early settlers in the township, and according to Fulton, Bachelors Grove was like a park for many years, and people would come there to fish and swim in the adjacent pond. Gross! It's that. Same I don't pond. like it. Um, families would visit uh, to care for the graves and to picnic under the trees, which is like okay. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the '60s, vandals discovered the cemetery and wreaked havoc on the grounds. They knocked mm. over gravestones and destroyed them. Spray painted everything. What Uh, Broke apart and stole, like, pieces of graves. Uh, Graves were opened and caskets removed. Human bones were found strewn around the cemetery. Yeah. Um, And near that small pond, uh, forest rangers and cemetery visitors have found the remains of chickens and other small animals that have been slaughtered and mutilated in a ritualistic fashion. Okay officers patrolling the woods at night have reported seeing evidence of black magic and occult rituals in and around the graveyard but what
0: are they constituting as evidence of black magic right it's like, like a, a dead a chicken, chicken bone
1: it's like maybe i was eating wings out maybe, there maybe yeah
0: maybe it was just like a, a hungry snacker. A, a, a hungry
1: snacker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite kind of ghost. <laughs> uh, in some cases, inscriptions and elaborate writings have been carved in and painted on trees and grave markers and on the cemetery grounds. Don't themselves. carve a tree, you asshole. Did I ever tell you about, the, there was like a spooky pond in our neighbor's yard growing up and there was like a tree that that like we referred to as like the hanging tree and i forget exactly what was carved into it but it oh had God. like a spooky word carved into it i don't know it's just like reminding me of that awful yeah Worst. um it was there's
0: creepy. a tree in um devil's den where like i don't know why they singled out this one tree out of like hundreds of thousands yeah. of trees in that area but it's got just so many people's like oh, I know initials on it and i'm like this is the like fucking meanest thing it's a living thing it's it
1: it probably hurts the
0: tree Aww. i don't want you to do it don't I'm, carve a tree you
1: actually have a tree in the town forest that somebody wrote uh, somebody just carved star trek into the side of <laughs>
0: that's and i hate like, that
1: i get your dedication but it's also like don't do that
0: yeah if you leave your mark on a fucking rock or something that's inanimate right? put
1: it on a rock
0: yeah um don't touch things in the woods or leave your mark ever how yeah, about
1: that? Leave no trace. Yes. Um, so, over the years, the cemetery has been the site of over 100 documented reports of paranormal phenomena.
0: What? Yeah. Over 100, over 100 documented 100 reports? documented
1: reports. Shit. That's a lot of paperwork. Documented where? The police station? Probably online. Okay. Uh, the small pond I mentioned earlier is one of the haunted hotspots. One night in the late 1970s, two Cook County Forest Preserve officers on night patrol claimed to see an apparition of a horse emerging from the water of the pond. The animal appeared to be pulling a plow behind it that was steered by the ghost of an old man. Ah. The vision crossed it, so it dragged itself out of the pond, crossed the road in front of their car, was framed for a moment in the glare of the headlights, and then vanished into the forest. So you said it did used to be farmland, right? Yeah. Okay. The men stared in shock for a moment, then looked at one another, just like in a movie, to be sure they had both seen the same (laughs) thing. Um, That vision of the old man on the horse and cart was actually part of an old legend connected to the pond. The story goes, in the 1870s, a farmer was plowing a nearby field when something startled his horse— the farmer was caught by surprise and became tangled in the rain. Oh, no. He was dragged behind the horse, and it plunged into the pond. Unable to free himself, he was pulled down into the murky water by the weight of the horse and the plow, and they oh. both drowned.
0: Horses can swim, I thought. What a shame. It must have just probably been
1: freaking swim, it out. I think it had the plow attached to it. I also may be lying.
0: I don't know if horses can swim.
1: Uh, their legs are so skinny and their bodies so thick. But I bet they could. Yeah, but whales. Oh, you know what? I think they can because of um, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that a horse <laughs> swimming movie? Is it? A, I thought it was about a blind girl. She goes blind, spoiler alert, because the whole trick is that like in the, I want to say 20s, they, it was like a sideshow attraction where you would go up like 100 feet in the air on a horse and... And then dive with the horse into a pool on the ground, and that was, like, the trick. That's an insanely dangerous it's trick. It's very dangerous. It was, like, a circus act, but the reason she went blind is because she accidentally left her eyes open <gasps> on time when she hit the water.
0: Oh, Yeah. So the
1: horse has to be able to swim out of the pool. Gotta be. So I assume that, yes, they can swim. Okay. Um, so, by the way, watch that movie. That makes me terrified. It's a good movie. Oh, man. Um, and photos of that. I don't know what it's called. Maybe just horse diving, if you look it up. Photos of it are very, very surreal. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I know what I'm doing later. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Um, so the Mythlodian Turnpike, which runs alongside the cemetery, is said to be the scene of vanishing ghost cars and phantom automobile accidents. Oh, man. People traveling west on the turnpike see the taillights of a car in front of them. The brake lights go on as if it's planning to turn, uh, but then once they catch up to the car... Uh, there's nothing there. Ooh. Other drivers report seeing, uh, passing phantom autos only to see the car vanish in their rear view mirrors. Hmm. And this is, okay, this is maybe one of my favorite ghosty things Ooh. that I've ever I heard of. So, one of the oddest apparitions along the side of the turnpike is the sighting of the phantom farmhouse. It has been seen appearing and disappearing along the trail for several decades. The most credible thing about many of the accounts is that they come from people who originally had no idea the house shouldn't be there at all. So, this house has been reported in all weather conditions, both in the daytime and at night. Uh, There's no historical record of such a house existing here, but the descriptions of it are always pretty much the same. Everybody claims that it's an old frame farmhouse with two stories, painted white, with wooden posts, a porch swing, and a welcoming light that burns softly in the window. Popular legend states that should you enter this house, though, you would never come back out again. That's exactly what I was going to ask yeah. you. As witnesses approach the building, it's reported to get smaller and smaller. <gasps> I love Until it, it finally fades oh. away, like someone's switching off an old TV set. And because of that, no one has ever even set foot on the front porch of the house. I love that. I love it. That's so cool. (laughs) A ghost house. An entire house with like a... Like a cozy house with a light in the window.
0: That's got to be beckoning you to, like, death. just certain death. Yeah, or, like, the ghost dimension. You can't
1: even get close to it. Well, nobody it, who's tried was the right person. That's true, yeah. Wow. Um, there have also been ghost lights seen along the road. In specific, there's one red beacon-like orb that's seen flying rapidly up and down the trail. Wow. Uh, it's said to be so bright and move so fast that it's impossible to tell what it really looks like. Probably, oh. Probably a light. Um... Yeah, and witnesses say they see a red streak left in its wake. I mean, gross. Sure, yeah. Um, Of course, there have also been many sightings of straight-up ghosts within Bachelors Grove itself. The most frequently reported spirit is known as the Madonna of Bachelors Grove, Mm -hmm. or the White Lady, or sometimes, for reasons I couldn't find online, Mrs. Rogers. I don't know why. What? Um, (laughs) I feel like whoever wrote the thing that i'm reading just made that up. <laughs>
0: maybe there's just like, <laughs> like one guy was nice. like i i promise i saw a ghost it's almost like okay like uh, okay stewart
1: like that's your wife now yeah the ghost. Like, enjoy being married to mrs rogers um, i bet it was a, a mean a mean boys kind of prank yeah yeah legend has it that she's the ghost of a woman who is buried in the cemetery next to the grave of her young child She's said to wander the cemetery on nights of the full moon with mm. an infant in her arms. Oh, man. She walks aimlessly with no apparent direction and completely unaware of the people who claim to encounter her.
0: So it's two ghosts, really.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you could wrestle the baby ghost out of her arms, though. I bet probably not. No. If they come as a team, no. Yeah, no um, there's also, you know, I love these, a black dog mm-hmm. that's been spotted there multiple times. Um, So, lots of ghost hunters have gone to the cemetery, including a group called Weird Chicago Mm -hmm, and a show called Cringe, and for that show, the crew spent the night among the broken tombstones, like, camping out there, but almost all of the digital footage was inexplicably distorted and destroyed, Hmm. and um, for the other group, Weird Chicago, apparently, they attempted to record a podcast there, um, but had to abandon it because none of their equipment would work. And in two thousand, uh, as six, podcasters, we know that
0: there's a, That's like that can two equipment. Any old time, yeah, that's a computer and then a microphone.
1: It so sounds it's, like, like if you can't get that stuff to work, yeah. something really is up, right? Or like Kevin forgot his. Like, <laughs> there's not the charger. connector. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in two thousand six, Ken Melvoin-Berg... A psychic detective... How do I get that job? Yeah. Uh, ...visited the cemetery with a reporter from the Chicago Tribune and encountered the spirit of a young boy. Whoa. Soon after arriving, Ken heard a child's voice crying out to him, telling him that he had lost something. According to the reporter, Ken appeared to lose it himself and staggered out of the cemetery toward the adjacent pond. (gasps) Wading into the murky water, Ken stopped, bent down, stuck his shaking hands into the muck... And pulled out a 1942 Walking Liberty half dollar coin, exactly where the ghost boy told him he could find it.
0: What would you? I mean, I have been desperate no for cash to just be like if a ghost boy was like, "Hey, if you put your like, hand
1: in that muck, if you were like, miss? put your hand in that muck, there's a half dollar coin in there that you can resell for ten thousand dollars." I'd be like, "Yeah, get me in that muck, hundred percent, of course." But uh, no, not just for. No, not for like not a, for any less a quarter. Than that. No, <laughs> no. Uh, the Ghost Research Society has conducted numerous investigations, and the results have included images which contain light resembling ectoplasm, as well as orbs. And I will show you some crazy photos later on because people claim to capture like a lot of the ghosts that I mentioned on film, yes. including the house. Oh my god! And like all good haunted places. Ghost Adventures has been there. Of course. I I need to go to that house. Yeah.
0: I, I'm it's gonna like, sit I'm gonna sit and wait for it. It's so perfect. Maybe the maybe the trick is to walk the opposite direction of the house as soon as you see it. But what if you lose it? I think that maybe
1: Maybe you have to stand and wait for someone to come out and invite you in like a like a vampire.
0: Yeah. Or maybe if you walk Opposite from it, it'll get closer to you, and then when you turn around,
1: you're basically on the porch. Ooh, eventually, that would be cool. Or yeah. you could like stay looking at it, but walk backwards.
0: Mm, no, that would be I fun. like your way
1: better. It's scarier. It is scarier, which I
0: like. Oh, I I, I really like that ghost house. Yes, yeah, nice. It is a portal. I it's, love it. I mean, wow. I wow, love it. That's unreal. I know. It's I was going to ask you if Bachelor's Grove is just for singles, but I don't I don't think there's anything to do with it.
1: online um there people were like, "Oh yeah, um it's been speculated that it was like a cemetery for single men, but no, it's based on a family's name." Okay. Yeah. Mr. Bachelor. Mr. Bachelor? Call me Mr. Bachelor. Is there a Mrs. Bachelor? <sighs>
0: Hilarious, never.
1: Um. Yeah, I know. If you, mm, yeah, I, I was gonna ask if you would go into a ghost house, but I think I know your answer. Definitely. Yeah, I would for sure. Hands
0: down. Yeah. Of course. Um. The only thing that I can see, I can. I'm the kind of person who would try something and then, like right away, be like, "That was a mistake."
1: Yeah. I wouldn't any have time like the anything. foresight
0: to be like, "I I shouldn't do that." Yeah. I shouldn't do that at all.
1: Like the man who dove into the boiling pool yeah. and said i really messed up didn't i
0: oh i hate that story so <laughs> oh, much
1: yeah it's tough
0: yeah it's, it's hard to hear um that's fascinating and i want to go there
1: i know if we're ever in the chicago area we gotta we gotta i've never been to chicago have you been Me neither. no i've never been we've talked about this on the
0: pod before because both of us are like we really want to try deep dish pizza <laughs> it sounds like the best food it sounds like the best food in the world.
1: <laughs> Remember when um, I ate two of those disgustingly enormous pieces of the, like, yes. grandma? What, did, what are those even called? Kind of grandma slice. Yeah, but it's, like, inside out, so it's, like, stuffed with cheese. Oh, I don't think that is a grandma that slice. That was, like, the largest meal I've decided casually to get, like, maybe ever. Just like, yep, I'm going to get two.
0: (gasps) Yum. And I'm going to eat them on the walk home. I mean, it seemed fine at the time, actually.
1: No, I remember at the time being like, why did I do this? And you had a salad, and I was like, I hate myself.
0: I do love and miss pizza, though. I know, we all do. God, I, I love it. Do you ever have that thing where you go grocery shopping, and then when you get home, you have all this new food, but all you want is, like, pizza?
1: I mean, I never go grocery shopping really, so no. okay. yeah. But like today I for lunch, I had like sprouts and quinoa and beans and I was just like, I Fuck hate that. This. No I fucking hate this.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. You know, I used to be on a real quinoa journey mm-hmm. for years and years, and then I discovered I just simply hate it.
1: <laughs> I don't hate it, but uh, like I, I want to just cover it in some kind of sauce.
0: Yeah, you can't just eat it plain. Well, yeah, that that would be like eating sand.
1: <laughs> it's not that
0: bad. I don't like it.
1: Um, okay, do you have a ghost for me?
0: I didn't prepare one. No. Oh no! Just kidding, Stephanie. Just kidding. I think I prepared pro- probably too much. Oh no! Um, I'm going to go over two like mini stories before we start because this one especially. Before we start, yeah. Before, before we I begin. start. Um, because this is it's interesting that you brought up the pond. Ooh, okay. Uh, because I found this little tidbit in my gigantic tome of, of ghost uh, info and truths. Yeah. I found a little section about wells. Oh fuck. As a child I was deeply afraid of wells. You
1: know that I have one on my yeah. property. We, and um thought it, it, a witch lived there.
0: I well, rightly, because they're very haunted. And I was always afraid that I would fall in one and never be able to escape. As, like, a little tiny child, like, before the ring, before I would have reason to, I never trusted a whale.
1: As you you were right to feel that way.
0: Well, as it turns out, they're believed to be passageways for ghosts. (gasps) Yep. And other spirits to enter the physical world. If a home... Um, or building is on top of a well. There is a a bar that's on top of a well oh, in that's New York right. City that's supposed to be one of the oh, most haunted places the
1: one in, um, in the city. In Key West, but oh, what?
0: Yeah, there's Let one go. in New York City. Yep. Wow. Um, it's one of the most haunted places. Um, then it, it it will be haunted Fuck. if it's built on top of a well. Covering the well is de- is believed to exacerbate the haunting, for it will frustrate spirits seeking access to the physical world. And, of course, trap the ones that are
1: already in, like,
0: your house. Okay,
1: I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it is very scary because the well on my property was concreted over.
0: Well, there's no house on top of
1: it. There, Yeah, that's true. There's a little well house, but that's it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't worry about oh. that. Um, they will clamor about looking for oh. another access route. Oh, no! <laughs> so, depending, there probably won't be one because a well is contained. Yeah. But... You know, I don't know. Sometimes who who knows? So wells and water in general, like the pond that you mentioned, have a long history of supernatural beliefs. Lakes, rivers are dwelling places for a host of water entities, gods, goddesses, monsters, dwarves, undines, which is a type of fairy that lives in or by bodies of water. Okay. I don't need to mention the Aswang. Oh, The girl. Aswang. And, um, you know, Nessie. Sure. And other creatures.
1: Sure.
0: Some of whom are oh, remember the water sprite that I showed you a picture of and you were oh, like, get yeah, that away I, from me. Yeah, I yeah. don't like
1: that.
0: Um some of them are guardians of the waters as well uh-huh. as just living there. Um long-standing customs exist for what propitiating the spirits with offering how to say that word. You could just give the spirits offerings Tossed into the water to make them um, leave you alone. That's kind of how wishing wells started. Okay. Um, there's also such a thing as a cursing well.
1: How and how are you supposed to know the difference? You decide. Oh jeez. Yeah,
0: okay. I guess like I, I think just like by um, vibe.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> also,
0: like uh, oral tradition. Uh-huh. Like it'll be called a cursing well, and then the wishing one well will be called a wishing well. All right. Um, But like we, when you covered like curses and stuff, you can basically cast a curse any any way. Yeah, and throwing a penny into a cursing well is one. Oh shit! Um, it's also water is also purifying. Evil things cannot cross running water.
1: That's typically
0: believed. Yes, like in
1: Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Different, maybe, but kind of exactly like Lord of the Rings.
0: Many wells and springs are ascribed have ascribed healing properties and are turned into holy shrines. Uh, and then some of them, it's just like, some of them are believed to be able to, like, divine the future. Shit. Yeah. So that's just, like, a tiny little
1: tidbit, a little start. I feel like also I've seen videos of people—oh, you know what? No, I was going to say a stupid thing. Tell me. Uh, I was thinking of, like, I was conflating divining rods with— um. The like water, what is it called? The water stick that people use to find water on a the A dowsing
0: rod is the exact same thing as oh, a divining rod. Yeah. Oh.
1: Well, no, but what is it called when somebody, you just get a stick and the stick like does something that tells you where the water I is think underground? It's a
0: dowsing rod. I think it's the same tool. Really? Yes, and I think that it was like I think appropriated. It's just
1: made, it's just a regular stick stick. And there's just one, I think. I thought, maybe not.
0: I think that that's also what divining rods. yeah i think it's like essentially the same thing okay um but like i always believe water elements divining rods magnets ley lines (laughs) it's all the same it's all the same bringing it back all connected once again you know it Mm -hmm. um also before i get into like my main ghost I I will probably read a little bit about um charms against ghosts. Okay. In almost every episode coming up because I think it's fascinating, but I do think that's a good thing I did find know. out um do you know how like when you're talking about somebody who has died, somebody may say like, you know, god rest his soul or something like that. Yeah. I used to think and I think most people probably think that it's because it's just like a polite thing to say. No. People used to think that if you brought up a dead person, if you were talking about a dead person, just by doing that, you could make their ghost come. Ooh, interesting. And when you hear somebody say, like, poor man or poor woman or, like, God rest your soul, it's that's them. And a lot of times people will interject and say that, you'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, it originated as a way to prevent that person's ghost from coming. By calling upon God to keep that soul keep at rest, him on the
1: ground, yeah, Wow.
0: yeah, it would. So, like, lest you forgot, that ghost would come back
1: to haunt the living, which <laughs> what would be if you crazy. Want it, though, I guess that's different. That's a whole yeah.
0: Then thing. you could just be like, hey, you could be like my friend hey. Bill that died, come and, yeah, come haunt hey, me, Alex. please, yeah. And then like nobody better say God rest you. <laughs> um. <laughs> so today. I'm gonna be covering something that's not like really ghost-related, okay? But it's like definitely paranormal-related and fascinating to mm. me. It is an apparition, and it is called the Wilmot Apparition,
1: okay? And it's
0: one of the most like uh, weird puzzle ones that's ever occurred. Oh, I'm excited! So I love apparitions an apparition of the of the living both collective and reciprocal mm-hmm. and i'll get into what that is it occurred on board a steamship in 1863 it has a number of unusual features and make it that make it a classic of paranormal researchers S.R. Wilmot, a manufacturer who lived in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, shout out. This takes place in Connecticut. Oh, my God. Well, the haunting takes place, or the, the apparition does take place. at sea. see. Um, set sail from Liverpool, England to New York on the steamer City of Limerick on October 3rd, 1863. His sister, Eliza, accompanied him. Mm-hmm. Wilmot shared a stern birth with an Englishman, William J. Taft. Tate, not Taft. <laughs> President Taft. President
1: Taft.
0: On the second day out, a severe storm arose at sea, lasting for nine days. Oh
1: my god, imagine.
0: I would love a nine-day storm, actually, right now. I think now. after
1: a couple days you'd be like, eh,
0: alright. On a ship, no, but like in here, yeah, I'm like Whoa, I'm Atlanta, ready for a nine-day yeah. storm. The ship sustained some damage, and Wilmot personally experienced seasickness and remained in his berth for several days. I feel that. On the following night uh, of the eighth day of the storm, the winds and sea abated a little bit, and he was able to finally get some much-needed sleep. Toward morning, he dreamed he saw his wife come to the door of the stateroom, clad in her white nightdress. Mm -hmm. At the door, she noticed that Wilmot was not alone in the room and hesitated to come in. Then she entered, came to Wilmot's side, bent down and kissed him and caressed him, and then quietly left.
1: Okay, okay, interesting.
0: When Wilmot awoke from this dream, he was startled to see Tate staring down at him from his upper berth, which was situated to, like, one side and a little bit above Wilmot. Quote, You're a pretty fellow to have a lady (gasps) come and visit you in this way, said Tate. Wilmot had... No idea what the man was talking yeah. about. Tate explained that he had been awake when he saw a woman in a night dress made of what enter the stateroom and kiss and caress the sleeping Wilmot. What? His description exactly matched Wilmot's dreams. Tate later asked Wilmot's sister if she had been the one to steal up uh, to the stateroom, but Eliza denied, uh, probably shouting, That's my brother. Yeah, gross. What are you on. suggesting? Caressing? Wilmot then told her about his dream and how it matched what Tate had said. The incident seemed so bizarre to Wilmot that he mm. continually questioned Tate about it, just yeah, repeatedly. And every single time, Tate related the exact same account.
1: Uh-uh.
0: When the uh-uh. ship reached New York on October 22nd, Tate and Wilmot went their separate ways and never saw each other again. Great. On October 23rd, yeah, friends. Wilmot went by rail to Watertown, Connecticut. Nice. Shout out to my doctor there. Where his wife and children were staying with Mrs. Wilmot's parents. His wife immediately asked if Wilmot had received a visit from her on the night he had had the dream. Stop. She then told him that the reports of storms at sea had caused her great worry about his safety. She was also stressed out because news that an, another ship, the Africa, had mm-hmm. run aground in the same storm and had been forced uh. to shore at St. John's Newfoundland with some like real serious damage Shit. On the night that the storm began to abate, Mrs. Wilmot lay awake in bed for a long time thinking about her husband. Mm-hmm. At about four o'clock in the morning, it seemed to her that she actually went out to search for him. She crossed the stormy sea. <laughs> Until she came to a long black steamship. What the fuck? She went up the side, descended into the cabin, passed through to the stern, and proceeded until she found Wilmot's stateroom. What? She described the room exactly accurate, so every detail correct, to Wilmot, and said that when she came to the doorway, she saw a man in the upper berth intently watching her. She's for like a moment, traveling through the astral plane. Yes. For a moment, she was frightened to go in. She decided to enter, went to Wilmot's side where she kissed and caressed him, and then went away.
1: Wow. What the fuck?
0: When she awoke in the morning, Mrs. Wilmot told her mother about the experience, which seemed to have been a dream, yet was so vivid that Mrs. Wilmot could not shake the feeling that she had physically visited her husband aboard the ship. Wow. Yeah. The case was examined in 1889 and 1890 by members of the Society for Psychical Research, SPR, Mm -hmm. which had been informed of details by a friend of Wilmot's. Um, Richard Hodgson's Edmund Gurney and Eleanor Sidgwick took testimony from Wilmot, his wife and sister, um, from Wilmot, his wife and sister. Tate was dead by now, so they couldn't get his story. The researchers considered the case a remarkable one, despite the fact that more than 20 years had elapsed between when they uh, found out about it and when they did the interviews. Um, Even allowing for inevitable lapses of memory and the lack of Tate's account, the case differed from other collective and reciprocal apparitions. And I'll describe what those are. Um, They thought of various explanations for for it, but none of them actually like, work for the whole story. Mm-hmm. So collective apparition is when an apparition is perceived by more than one person. Okay. So it's like um, the Versailles ghosts. Oh, yeah. I guess. Um, or like that tab- it can be, be yeah, or it can be like, in this case, well, I'll just get into this. So collective apparition is when more than one person can see this thing. Um, but they are unusual for two people at once or more to be witnessing the same apparition. Mm-hmm even more unusual are reciprocal apparitions in which the agent and the percipient can see each other. Yeah,
1: I've never heard of that.
0: Yeah, as did Mrs. Wilmot and Tate. God. That's like sending a hologram of yourself. Yeah, really. Crazy. The Wilmot case is further complicated by the fact that one of the percipients saw the appar- apparition in a dream and the uh, another par- participant, or I guess person that saw it, Saw the apparition in a waking state mm. as though it had like material reality. So Tate wasn't asleep for this. Yeah. Wilmot was, his wife was or was not. I think maybe was, if she had been maybe thinking about this and then she wasn't in a completely wakeful state. Yeah,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Tate fully but just like a fucking a variety awake. of different yes. states. States of consciousness. To add to this,
0: Wilmot said that as a child, he had experienced what he thought were clairvoyant dreams. Ooh, interesting. But nothing similar to this incident and nothing that he like, brought up with anybody Mm -hmm. else before. Mrs. Wilmot felt she was present on the ship, but the experience had a dreamlike quality. But that she was truly there. Okay. I'm
1: so curious.
0: I know. Gurney and Sidgwick thought the incident was most likely due to telepathy and clairvoyance.
1: How did she describe crossing the sea?
0: I she just says like she crossed the fucking sea. Like floated across yeah. the sea.
1: Wowza.
0: Yeah. Real real crazy to believe. No Mrs. Wilmot's intense anxiety and thoughts concerning her husband and her desire to see him and comfort him, they think were communicated telepathically wow. to Wilmot, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Because he was sleeping at the time, they took the form of a dream. Sidgwick felt the dream strengthen the telepathic hypnosis, or hy- hypothesis. In addition, Mrs. Wilmot's desire to see her husband enabled her to see the stateroom clairvoyantly, they wow. think. So, combo, telepathy, clairvoyance. Yeah. To explain the presence of the apparition scene by Taint, I keep on saying Taint or Taft or Tate, <laughs> The researchers theorized that Tate, in turn, had received telepathic impressions from Wilmot, which took visual form. So, basically, for this to okay. be how like the explanation, like telephone. it's that Wilmot is telepathic, and his wife also is, and is a clairvoyant. And Wilmot could pass the apparition that he was receiving from his wife onto Tate, who was in the because same room as him.
1: So close to him, yeah.
0: I guess. Another possibility which was dismissed by the researchers at the time Mm -hmm. was that an objective presence had appeared in the stateroom, a phantasmogenetic efficacy, as they called it, located in space and within a range of Tate's senses. So this is like maybe Mrs. Wilmot actually projected herself. Wow. Spontaneously oh, out of gosh. body I love that. to appear on board the ship. And what Tate saw was her double.
1: Wow. Okay. I, yes.
0: So at the time that was said to be probably not true, but from a modern perspective, mar- modern psychical researchers do not think that the, that the telepathy explanation works, they think it seems cumbersome at best and just not an adequate account. What I mean. They think an out of body experience, like an out-of-body projection, mm-hmm. seems more likely. Wow. However, modern researchers don't agree, they don't all, all agree on what constitutes an out of body experience. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, I never think of it as you your body like can reconstitute in a different form somewhere else. I just think of your consciousness Yeah. Floating around. I
0: guess, like, the question is whether or not a physical manifestation of your body accompanies your consciousness or can.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is really cool. This is the first example I've really heard of that happening.
0: And one of the only ones, because it's still a puzzle, a mystery to this day. They don't know. Wow. I know. Wow. Cool, God, is right? Doppelganger. I know. Combine. It's with, like, like if you astral could astral projection. If you could like control your doppelganger and send it to do a duty for it's, you. Yeah,
1: it's like having an avatar that yes. can just go out into the world for you.
0: Yeah. Imagine worrying about somebody so much and for so long that you accidentally conjure your double to go visit them on a ship.
1: Well, like, like the thing is, I feel like if that were something that anybody could do, it would have. It would be happening all the time. Yeah, but she must have had some kind of fucking power. I don't know. So wild. I love
0: it. I also love that like she immediately woke up and told her mom about it. Yeah, and then as soon as her husband got home, she was like, "Like,
1: "Did I visit you?" And he was
0: like, "What?"
1: Yeah, (laughs) like imagine that convo. Just being like, "Are you kidding me?" I know.
0: It also gives me like great like happiness to know that in like the early 1800s or mid 1800s there were couples where like they'd be like daddy's home daddy's home and then like mom rushes down it's like babe 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 babe, babe did hey, you get my fucking message anything
1: else, did you see my ghost and he was did like you see my ghost babe, tell me to my face shut the fuck up babe shut the fuck <laughs> up babe when i was babe, at C, babe i need you to shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah
0: because and then yeah, like, i saw it they're yeah it makes me feel like they're like a fun modern couple that's like did you just fucking see that Oh Did I just and do that? <laughs> just like, and they could be so open with each other to be adventures. like, I dreamed that I that I caressed and kissed you on the ship and I know exactly what it looks yeah. like. And, and he's that like,
1: weird guy was there. And yeah, he's like, like who the there? fuck is
0: Tate? Let's never see him again.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. I don't know, honestly, if I have ever been worried about somebody enough to send a an avatar out into the world. But I can see it. I can see situations in which... Somebody would be.
0: Yeah. I also feel like now maybe humans, follow me on this, it's so easy for us to get in touch with each other at this point. You don't have
1: to send out That we may be,
0: we may not be like developing the- Psychically. Yeah. The, the psychical energy and like skill to be able to do this because we can just text people. Gotta go off that grid and then build up that psychic energy. Yep. I'm going to not use my phone for a week and just (laughs) sit in my bed being like, Robin. Robin, if, you, Robin.
1: <laughs> if if I saw you, like, walk into my room, I, w- I wouldn't be like, she's done it. I would be like, what are you <laughs> doing, dude? What are you doing here? She's done it. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how ghostly you looked, I would be like, I'm texting you right now. I know that yeah. you're yeah. not here.
0: Yeah. You, there's almost no occasion where you don't know where I am in the physical world, I feel. Like, I've never... No. Texted yeah. you, and I'm like,
1: I'm in another state. And you're like, what? Weird. What state? Where? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard for, uh, like, anybody with any kind of social media. It's hard to not have people know where you are mm-hmm. physically. And that's why celebrities um, yeah. get their houses broken into all the time. Yep. True. Because if you post when you're on vacation, people are going to know you're not at home. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. And they know where you live already because the Cause internet. Star tours. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the internet. Ooh, well, that fucked me up. That was good. It's fun. It's a wow. fun one. I want the two of them to live in the ghost house.
0: Oh, God. They definitely, like, once they died, got special mm-hmm.
1: treatment in the afterlife. I love the image of her just, like, being like, oh, I'm so nervous. And just yeah. gliding out over the ocean. <laughs> like somehow finding a ship like how do you even find in like her white nightgown also the detail
0: that is that like is somehow most like spine chilling for me is that all of them agree that she like even she was like yeah i got to the stateroom and then i hesitated because i saw that you weren't by yourself and all of them are like yeah the lady like saw that there was, like, another random man there and was like, should I? I'm just gonna That's do it.
1: so weird. Yeah.
0: Imagine I, if so she crazy. got all the way
1: there and she was like, I shouldn't go in. Oh, and this isn't I polite. Go in. Sorry. Yeah. There's a guy there. It's funny. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. I fucking so that. What's crazy. that called again? The what apparition? The Wilcott appar- Wilmot apparition. Wilmot.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Love
0: it. Yeah. Thank really you. I love it. I made it myself.
1: Uh, <laughs> do you have a tip for the listener?
0: Um, I guess, like, Hmm. Hmm. I guess it's. I guess
1: it's like
0: uh, find someone that if they were lost at sea, you'd worry so bad that you would send your doppelganger to go and kiss them on the cheek. Beautiful. That's relationship goals. And if you don't feel that way about the person you're with, get out oh, of there. Yeah. It's over. It's over. Imagine that's like the test now for me. Is if like if this person was in a nine day storm Mm -hmm. on the sea in the open ocean, would I be
1: able to fall asleep at night? If yes,
0: you're not the one.
1: That's I think that's a really good test. Yeah, yeah. I think if if the answer is yes, then. Not only are they not the one, but like I hate them. I think you don't yeah. care about them yeah. at all. I don't care about them <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's like I basically hope that they die. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of holding out for it and like sleeping real easy at night, thinking it probably happen. Um That's beautiful. I think mine. Well, tip number
0: one would be. Um, oh wait, I have an I have an additional one. Is oh, okay. get in that fucking ghost house at all costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do whatever yeah, you need to do to get in that ghost yeah, house. Yeah, don't for pass sure. up the opportunity.
1: I, I would say, like, um, try walking away from it and then turning around real fast, like you said. Uh. I, I would love for somebody out there to try it if you get the chance. If it appears to um, you, it's your responsibility. Or even, like, just call out to it. You know, don't run towards it, though. What do you want? Hello? Anybody, huh? My other tip would be be careful where you're sharing your location online because sure. people will break into your house and mm-hmm. maybe stalk you and you know it's just opening up a can of worms. Mm-hmm. So beware.
0: Um, wow, I wonder where that turn of phrase came from. What opening up a can of
1: worms? I don't know. Huh? Maybe for next step we can kick it off by. I'm going to go ahead info. and say it's either
0: a fisherman opening up a, a can of worms yep and then but it's then hard to reseal it because why would they need live worms yeah in there. but well, that's just something they like to do yeah maybe a can of worms is like maybe you thought that you like, canned the green beans correctly but you didn't and some worms. air got in and some worms got in
1: okay what about those like 50s prank toys that are like a slinky that shoots out of a can when you open it oh and yeah maybe that's the worm Maybe, but then it would just be a can of a, a canned worm, not a can of worms. You know what? We're, we're going to look into it. Yeah. <laughs> we have <laughs> we're to. we look into it. We have to, but those are our
0: guesses for now. Everybody, please um, come to our show on the yeah. 18th. Follow us on all the stuff. That's the Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. Send us your cool stories at mm-hmm. spiritpod on the mm-hmm. Twitters. That's the your Podcast on Instagram. Yep, uh, go check us out. We we love to talk to you. Email we love us. To talk to
1: you. Please I would email love to hear
0: your, your your tall tale, your spooky tale. Um, especially as it rounds the corner on the favorite season, the most wonderful of them all. Ooh,
1: if you're going wait. to any like spooky, um, like a a haunted hayride, anything in that vein, we'd love to hear about your experience with it. And uh, yeah, just email us anything. Yeah, anything, anything at all. Do it. Um okay well thank you for listening. I love you so much. We love you and we'll see you in hell. See you in hell everyone.
0: Goodbye. Bye.